0: and welcome to That Friday Feeling Podcast with me, Helen Bartram. It's episode 15, and on this episode, I am joined by Charlie Edwards. Charlie is, well, what can I say? She's a bloody spiritual badass. She is the creatrix and founder of Untamed Soul magazine, and I'm genuinely excited to share this with you. We're going to explore together unlearning, which is letting go of the beliefs and passions and habits that no longer align with who you are. Let's just jump straight to it and see what went down when I hung out with Charlie for a little while. Charlie, thank you for coming and being my special little guest. Um, really excited and a little bit terrified um, to talk about unlearning with you. Um, <laughs> and just see what comes up so I'm just gonna jump straight in and say go for it (laughs) no pressure no
1: pressure thank you for having me um unlearning so I think there are just so many things that we need to unlearn If you take it way back to the beginning um, and consider that we were born perfect, exactly how we should be with the power to manifest, um, with all the positive thoughts and the high vibrations, and then we have learned these things and gained these habits um, through trauma and through past lives and all those things that have come back around. So we have lots to unlearn lots to unlearn and i think for a lot of people having that quiet time last year um brought a lot of that to the surface
0: yeah that's interesting and i think it's so for some people listening unlearning might be a term that they've potentially never heard of um and actually it's funny because the more i feel like i'm learning about myself the more i realize i need to unlearn about my last 32 years walking on this planet Mm-hmm. um and that previously um so actually let's strip right back so for anybody who's potentially just hearing this kind of terminology and the idea of unlearning all the stuff um what can where do we kind of start
1: in an ideal world we would say we start from the beginning but that's not always possible is it mm-hmm. um yeah. So we've got to kind of start with unlearning from where we are now. And I think part of that is looking at what is working for you and what is not. And I usually find that once I tap into the things that are not working for me, I find the patterns or the habits um, and the beliefs. Mm -hmm. That's one of the the roots. If if you consider it a tree, this is one of like the, the main parts of the trunk is the beliefs because we inherit beliefs. We inherit them from our parents. We inherit; They inherited those from their grandparents. Um, we get all these um, beliefs from the patriarchy, from television, from music videos, from magazines, all those things, the media. Um, and they're not necessarily our own. They're just installed in us um, over the years. As you said, when you get to your thirties or your forties or however long it is until you start unpicking these things. Um, you realize that the beliefs are not your own. So there isn't, unfortunately, I wouldn't say this is a simple one, two, three step process. (laughs) What I would say is you have to start where you are right now. Um, because we all have different things to unpack.
0: Yeah. So it's,
1: it's looking at where you are now. Um, and I love a good wound exploration. So, um, if it hurts I am the person that goes okay well we're gonna have to dig deeper because that's interesting <laughs> and I think um it, a lot of people avoid that a lot of people avoid it and you cannot do that that's just bypassing where the work needs to be done
0: yeah and I I find that we live in a world where people um are just avoiding well everything avoiding feeling anything um And it's very easy because of the distraction tools and um, things we have to hand. But actually, for me, the whole Learning thing came about when I felt like I was in a place where I was ready to challenge my own beliefs and what had kind of been gifted to me throughout life. And had somebody said to me before I felt ready and in, I guess, in pain and just like, what the heck? is my life let's start actually evaluating this and um digging into it and actually being at a place where I'm like challenging everything now I feel really open to challenge everything but that doesn't mean to say it's comfortable but I also think there was a time when had somebody had I heard this podcast or somebody spoke to me about unlearning that would have definitely shunned it off because it felt comfortable to just ignore that does that make sense Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so um Given that we are souls having a human experience, the human in us doesn't like change. It likes consistency. It likes to know that it's going to sit down at seven o'clock. The children are in bed. They're going to have their tea and watch the soaps. So as soon as you start changing that routine or telling people, for example, let's let's go with the most recent one, telling people they can't see their family and friends or go out of the house, you you are shaking the patterns. And I think that is where it begins as soon as you have that shake in the pattern or like you said pain yeah as soon as you experience that pain and I think um unlearning is no different to um it's like a cycle so it goes right so you'll you'll hit a dip in the road and you'll think right okay why does this hurt you you pick it apart and you pull it apart and you look at the habits or the beliefs and how you feel now and then you move forward and then there will be another one it's it's just an ever going or ongoing process
0: yeah and I think that's really important to understand is that there's there is no destination with with all of this it's like it's a continuing journey and actually there's times when I think you know what I feel like I've really healed that part of me um and then something will smack bang kick me and it feels like I need to just go deeper and deeper and um yeah, it, understanding that it's kind of an ever-going thing and things are always going to show up, but it's knowing that we've got this a little bit, isn't it? hmm
1: And I think, um, as you said, it's the knowing that we've got this and also understanding that life is not a one-size-fits-all. It's not the perfect shoe. So the things I need to unlearn are not going to be the things you need to unlearn and the thing and the next person and so on so it really is a um one journey one person kind of thing I can't tell you um I can tell you a few examples of things that we as society or as humanity need to unlearn but a lot of them are personal they're personal to your families they're personal to your circumstance your relationships your communities as well so yeah it's um we need to make that very clear that it's an on unlearning is an ongoing process. It's the balance of learning. We learn things, we let things go. We learn something new and it doesn't fit with an old belief. So the old belief has to go. It's a it's a two-sided wheel.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really valid point about the the individual thing because, well, when we live in a lot of Western society where it is looking at other people and actually learning to be comfortable with that kind of the individualism of the healing process and and don't get me wrong, I love to have um people like yourself, Charlie, where if I'm going into something I'm like, can I sound this out or what what's this And actually having somebody to bounce this stuff off feels like it really helps me. but ultimately, this is my journey and that can seem somewhat overwhelming sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think um, overwhelm a lot of the time in the personal development environment that we are in now with 50,000 coaches and um, a lot of people on pedal stools. We went through a lot, a large period of time where we put people on pedal stools and I would like to kick them all down from a personal perspective because, um, the problem is with those pedal stools is then we um, we look up to people for all of the answers and no one's journey is going to be the same as yours yeah. and no one is more capable at, at, than you are we're all capable of doing the same thing so whether you channel light language whether you meditate or you follow Wim Hof or all the things that are happening at the moment or whether you talk to your spirit guides everybody can do those things and I think part of, as you said, understanding we all have that journey is knocking down those pedestals right now and saying we're all equal. We're all walking side by side. Nobody's journey is the same. And actually the answers everybody is seeking come from within.
0: Oh, I fucking love that. Um and yeah, because, I love that. I love it. God because sorry.
1: you know you're fine. Because, like you say, it's nice to have a sounding board, but Um, And signing boards are awesome. That's where we need to be holding space for people um, and supporting them if they need tools, but not telling them, well, this is how I do it. So you have to do it that way because, well, like I say, life is not one shoe size fits all.
0: Um, And I think that whole, um, the idea of somebody telling us what to do, how to heal, what's right for them is, It feels like it's the easy option. And I get it, it's that that person doesn't know any different. And I'd rather somebody be aware of the healing journey um, than not at all. But actually, for me, it's so important people understand that you are the expert of you. Like Nobody knows what you need or the answers for you or what, what is even right for you than you um people can like you say hold space they can guide they can offer tools and all these things but actually they cannot give you the answer because that lies within you um that that for me is so so important Mm -hmm. exactly and I think
1: um we of course have to trust the universe when we go into this wound exploration and we start unlearning things and relearning things but um yeah, like you say, we we have to trust the universe to give us the right um, leaders of the new paradigm, to give us the right people to touch base with that have new ideas and new processes because we we do need those tools. But like you say, paramountly or predominantly, it's down to you. We People can give you the tools, but you have to apply the action. Otherwise you're not gonna get anywhere. We can't do it for you. Um, yeah it's down to you isn't it to want to do it um and to not cut corners because ascending well you just can't cut corners or you're just in for an even rougher ride
0: <laughs> and i think it's important to note that this isn't easy like we are talking about it like hey just go do some healing look into that wound dig deeper um but this shit's uncomfortable isn't it
1: massively massively and i think um this is partly why Untamed Soul started as a magazine because um, am I allowed to swear? Um yeah. uh, got... this
0: is my this is my podcast, Charlie. <laughs> like, Just wanted out.
1: to check. Um, so, um, because I basically got pissed off with um, pissed my... off. Is that
0: as good as you've got? <laughs>
1: when there are children downstairs it okay. might be <laughs> Okay. um I got pissed off with um the mainstream obviously coming from a place of fear but that's a, another story yeah but um primarily I got pissed off with leading um spiritual publishing companies let's just mm-hmm. say yeah um almost uh, capping our growth because they were making it super glossy. It's all unicorns and love and light. And actually it is unicorns and love and light, but it's also getting down in the dirt. It's also, mm. it, like we say, exploring those wounds and and sitting there in, in a ball of snot and tears because, <laughs> and anyone that tells you that it's going to be great. You're going to have a spiritual awakening. It's going to be the best time of your life. true but give the other side of it because you are doing soul work this is soul-led work so there is going to be an enormous amount of shit that you are going to have to wade through that you are going to have to explore and pick at to get every single strand or strain of light and that is that was my issue because I was reading all these books and I was taking in all this knowledge, and one side of my life was improving and then the other side was crumbling. It it, I mean, I remember saying to my husband, it feels like I'm planting this beautiful garden, and as I'm planting it, this fire is wiping out the other side.
0: Mm.
1: How is this right? And this is the these are the topics that aren't discussed. The fact when you have an awakening, you're going to lose friends. You yep. are going to lose friends. See ya. Bye, Felicia. Bye. <laughs> um, you you send them love and you just keep moving forward. And it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And it doesn't mean you're not going to cry. But you have to trust that you're going in the right direction and life is improving for you. But people don't talk about that.
0: Yeah. And, and I... If, if for me that again another really important point is it, it's beautiful as much as it is messy and like to stand up and for um leaders to say this is messy as fuck but it's going to be worth it is so what messy. we need more of um, not the shiny shit, not the sexy stuff, not the miss selling this journey because the thing is when people start to do the work and it's fucking painful and they're in that ball of snot, they're thinking what's wrong with me, this isn't how it was on that that Netflix documentary, this isn't isn't how it was mm-hmm. in the magazine, like mm-hmm. this is painful, this is messy, like I feel like my life is falling apart but equally coming together.
1: Yeah and that's the point where spiritual bypassing comes in because they get to that point and then they decide i'm not doing this anymore so then they go back around Mm -hmm. and then the back around process is all of the lessons are coming back up only they're in a different disguise so they're with different people it's with different circumstances but the lessons are the same (laughs) um so that. you just do that? Yeah, we've all been there. I mean, we're we're not talking about this. We need to make that clear. We're not, we're not talking on about our this. Here. We no, do no. <laughs> I am I am sat on my bedroom floor, wondering when the last time was I hoovered or washed my hair. Like we're not coming from. We're uh, <laughs> <laughs> In more yeah, than one sense. <laughs> exactly. Um, we're having a human experience. Uh, that's it. That it all boils down to that. And I think, yeah. Um, that is one of the things we need to unlearn is um, people are going to sugarcoat, but that's social media, right?
0: Yeah. And that's it is the sexy stuff does sell like to stand up and say, Hey, come do this with me. It's going to be messy. It's going to be hurtful. Like this is going to be uncomfortable. That doesn't sell. Like that doesn't sound appealing, but actually come have this beautiful spiritual awakening and yeah, yeah, I'm done with that. Um, but mm-hmm. this, to me, it comes back to authenticity and integrity. And actually, um, you're right, kicking the pedestals down and just being truly open and honest for the for the good of the collective, not just for the good of myself.
1: Yeah, and it's um, true authenticity, not the buzzword.
0: Yeah, not, not the hashtag
1: authentic, hashtag blessed, hashtag grateful. Um,
0: Shit, you've been watching my hashtag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it, it, yeah, it, they become buzzwords, don't they? Yeah, and I think um, vibrationally, you know when they're a buzzword, and vibrationally, you know when someone's done the work, and you know when someone has been sat in the dirt, and the leaders that the new paradigm is bringing in, or the leaders that are stepping forward are going to be the ones that will happily sit in the dirt with you and hold space Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: they're not going to fix you they're not going to give you some five minute um band-aid as I call it like a quick fix which yeah which is totally fine quick fixes have are there for a purpose and sometimes they work but in this new age of Aquarius, I think we're all going to be unpacking and unlearning so much. And you don't need to be spiritual to um, be able to feel the difference. We had that shift last year. So yeah. this is not just for the – if anyone's listening to this and they think, well, I'm not really spiritual, um, I'll say, A, I hate to break it to you, but you're a spiritual being having a human experience, so you are, whether you like it or not. Very fun. And – <laughs> and um b whether you identify as a spiritual being it doesn't matter because last year was the beginning of the breakdown everything that I remember saying at the beginning of last year I didn't know what was going to happen and I remember saying anything that no longer serves us is going to fall apart this year it's going mm-hmm. to fall away and everyone was laughing like yeah okay whatever Char." Um, and then obviously everything unfolded and it it did we realized what's important right we realized what we would who we would be willing to break rules for who we would um, kill to have a coffee with um, and we realized what was important
0: yeah and I think that's it is you hit the nail on the head there with the whole how people identify um whether they feel like they're spiritual um, and we've spoken about labels before um mm-hmm. and actually all, you don't need to have a label to recognize that something doesn't feel right um
1: mm-hmm.
0: whether you want to kind of jump into what that is but actually when you listen to your body all of us know all of us have experienced that gut feeling at some point in our life where you think something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, And actually learning to listen to that and trust in that is massive. And Again, when it comes to the media, we've had so much um, programming and conditioning and um, teachings from the media um, that actually we need things like Untamed Soul to stand up um, and say, hey, this is the truth, this is messy. Um, And I get it, not everybody's ready to explore their own truths or question Mm -hmm. there on truth but all i would say is you know when something doesn't feel right
1: yeah your body is your barometer for these things so it's um i always and i um if anybody is interested in like the social media side of things um i always recommend katie brockhurst for this um she wrote a book called social media for the new age and she always talks about um what, what things are doing to your nervous system. So how does it feel in your nervous system? So some people get migraines, some people get that twist in their gut, or um, for anyone who's spiritual, it's that solar plexus whirl or butterflies um, for any muggles listening. Um, it's not just a random saying, These are this is your body giving you signals. This is your body, commu- this is your intuition. And that inner system communicating with you to say something doesn't feel right. And we're not just talking about last year or, no. or the media or any, we're talking about moving forward Yeah. and, and how um, we have to go back to basics. If we're going to unlearn all of these things that we have learned that no longer work for us or are causing us pain or are causing a divide in humanity, because there are too many divides right now too many and every time I think we've conquered one another one is planted because they're planted they're planted seeds so I think like you say we have to go back to basics of trusting our body and our intuition um and you don't have to be a spiritual or even consider yourself spiritual to be able to do that
0: no and I think if you are struggling to even listen to your body or connect to it or become aware of how it's communicating to you for me get out in nature get to the seaside get in the woods and just get comfortable with silence and actually recognizing how your body is talking to you is massive i think mm-hmm.
1: and i think that has pushed us that slowing down last year um has pushed or will have given people a nudge in the i would hope in the right direction because yeah. Um, the speed of life is so quick like like we said earlier we have these distractions we have social media we have tv um we now have netflix we have whatsapp we have all these multiple apps we have clubhouse although we love clubhouse (laughs) um it's the new um what should we call it it's the new social media for freedom of speech let's call it that Um, We have all these distractions. We want everything quicker. We want emails, text messages, audios. We want our food faster. We want our deliveries faster. Um, And that whole pause that um, last year gave us was our chance to reconnect with our intuition. And I think I would like to think it made us realize, like you say, how much we need to connect to the earth because we were locked, we, we were, sh- I mean, what are we in now? We're, we're still in lockdown 3.0 here in the UK. Um, so I think taking that away from us has shown us how important it is to get to the beach. It's shown us how important it is, how, how our kids want to just swim in the ocean or go to the park or climb a tree. Um, I think it's... Simplicity yes and I think as much as last year brought lots of hurt and lots of crumbling um it also brought a lot of good things to the surface
0: yeah and and that's something that I personally cannot deny and I am so grateful for the last 12 months in terms of the memories that I was able to make that um that I wouldn't have previously and actually having to get really creative and really simple and get in touch with what what genuinely makes us happy and what are we doing because the world tells us makes us happy
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that's it isn't it because um a lot of us just switched off the tv went into our own little bubbles went into our own little spaces and we we lost some labels and we found some things that we love and i think that's that's what we that is what i would hope that when we look back on this period of time, that is what I hope history will focus on. It will focus on the fact that um, communities came out and they put all their spare books in cardboard boxes on their front gardens. And um, if you had a spare bag of flour, you gave it to next door. Because yes, we did act like complete and utter (laughs) shitheads. I'm warming up um in -hmm. the beginning we did we we were very selfish we were focusing on um I remember my friend phoning me and saying um her son has celiacs and um she said I can't get any gluten-free anything because the normal pasta has gone so people are just buying the gluten-free and and we're talking like he could be hospitalized it it's that bad but people didn't think about that they just thought well i'm going to i might need pasta so i'll buy 10 bags the, the same with toilet roll and all those things we acted so so foolishly out of fear yeah. and then when we moved to a place of love we began to focus on our communities people were knocking on neighbors doors saying do you need me to pick up your prescription do you need me to get you an extra bag of flour are you going to be okay um people did those things And I hope those are the things that will be remembered, not the fear, not the vaccines, not the um, arguing or the election or anything like that. I hope that they will be able to see that a for all the fear, there was a large percentage of us that were coming from a place of love.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because actually, um, maybe about a week or so ago, my six year old said to me, remember when we used to clap out the front with our neighbours and I was like yeah like that's a memory that he genuinely treasures and actually on reflection the fact that we started to take joy and pleasure out of just bonding with our neighbours when previous to that we probably would have passed hi, you are right um but actually stopping and looking at our neighbours like humans and um sharing love and space and a shared experience um yeah I think there's lots of really positive things and that's not to deny the tough stuff and that some people have um been through hell and back over the last 12 months but actually in my experience there's some real well it was a wake-up call in terms of getting back in touch with simplicity and um what's what's important and moving forward and trying to take them with me Hmm. yeah and we unlearned
1: so many things unlearning like if this is the topic that we're on today it's not a complicated thing it's taking away the distractions so anybody that's listening to this has already unlearned something last year we all did it was unavoidable we we had to unlearn the desire to constantly be doing something because at one point first lockdown nobody could do anything No one was open. No one was working or minimal structures were working. So we had to um, unlearn that um, push to constantly be productive. You know, that like productivity, like if I'm not doing something, I'm not successful. Yeah. We had to unlearn that.
0: And actually getting comfortable with slowing down and being still because that's massive. And and I speak from experience there because I would always be so so busy um and it was definitely a distraction tool um from having to be with myself and learning to be comfortable with that and actually encouraging my children to be comfortable that was massive because the times that we spent doing next to nothing together in the house or playing in the garden or having our feet on the sand on the sand on the soil even um were just like that's just genuinely lovely memories. Um, and it's to be comfortable with being still is a massive lesson to learn I think Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and I think like you say those small things we're unpacking a lot um, but those small things those times together and those quiet things are the things that we are grateful for so I think so many people would have realized this last year. We went back to basics. You unlearned things, even if you aren't aware of them. Now you will be able to identify them, and you did. You had to find joy in the the small things. We. It was almost as if the universe, because we won't go into the highs and the whats and the whys, but let's say the universe forced us as humanity to a slow down and b. We had to focus on the small things that were good for our mental health.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was like a a, a forced mass awakening, which we knew was coming. But um, we just didn't see it in this this way, I suppose, in this crazy madness that it is. And that's me trying to be all profession, and <laughs> not having a lawsuit on my hands. But um, yeah, that that's what it is, isn't it? It's all crazy yeah. madness. And I think... Yeah. We have began to unlearn so much in the last 18 months or so that we will now start to snowball. There yeah. will be massive, massive. Um, and that's not all coming from a centered space of happy, joy, joy. I've had time to slow down and realize what's working and what's not. Yeah. The other side of that is the people that have struggled immensely and had so much loss out of this pe- period of time are going to go through a mental health journey that is also going to be about unlearning, unpicking um, and changing. And and that's a large percentage of humanity over the next few years.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And seeing as though you brought it up and mentioned the whole mental health thing, um, it feels like um, how can we not discuss um, what's been going on in terms of um, mental health in the world and judgment and people pulling each other down um and i'd just be interested to know your perspective and point of view um yeah let's just go uh are
1: we talking about harry and megs yeah let's do it okay let's do it um okay part two let's unpack this whole whole thing um i will say a couple of things firstly humanity you can do fucking better than this. You can do better. There was, if we take away the status and we take away the the, the royalty thing. No, actually, let's not. Let's start with it. Royalty. Um, they have that power. They have that ambu- ambiguity. Um, but also, every generation of royals has this pressure to be. Um, Hip and happening, and keep them relevant. Because if the royal family isn't relevant, then we won't see the point in them, and mm-hmm. and it will crumble, and they will lose their 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 power. Yeah, yeah. So there is so much pressure on the royal family. I am not a royalist, but if we take that away now, so we've looked at the pressure side of it. Yeah. If we take that away, we have slaughtered a woman that has said. She was suicidal across social media. Firstly, like we have the right to do this because she fell in love with someone who happens to be a member of the royal family. We have no right to do that. If it was Jane down the road, would we have treated her the same way? This is this is my point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't think we would have. Um, this isn't about whether we believe a person or not. This is about somebody sitting there and saying, this is how I felt and this is my thought process we can't begin to understand that because we're not that person yeah so fuck are we to judge exactly nothing good comes from judgment it just makes it one shitty pile of mess um so humanity disappointed me
0: Mm -hmm. this week i get that
1: They disappointed me. And that is not coming from a pedestal. Um, That is coming from somebody who had a lot of conversations with my team, with um, friends, um, with family. And the vibration, the effect that all of this had, all this unpacking on social media and people shouting and ranting and then more people shouting and ranting – affects the whole vibration of the country yeah the entire vibration and then we have to then work at getting that vibration back and I haven't watched the interview um I'm not interested in it I'm not because um it's a distraction (laughs) Mm-hmm. It literally is a distraction. It's a distraction from one member of the royal family, who we know who, to another. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as that. Um, and it's a divide. Yeah. We we are being divided, which comes back to labels, which we talked about earlier. We are being divided to the extent that I have never experienced before in my 35 years this month, or that I can remember. We are being divided by our sexual orientation, by the colour of our skin, by um, wearing a mask or not, by now by being vaccinated or not. Um, Which is no different from from when the um, Germans came in and started handing out gold stars or yellow stars. It's no different. And now we're being divided over the, or distracted, by the Harry and Meghan thing.
0: Yeah, I get that
1: your mental health journey is your own nobody can understand it nobody can say well you didn't feel like that um because nobody nobody is you yeah nobody is you and that's that's my 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 issue is it with it is I think we all need to stop judging and be more gentle with ourselves and others whether you're royal family or not
0: yeah and, and that's that's the biggie for me in terms of um I mean, I've shared a couple of things on my own personal social media this week, and I really debated whether to do it because, again, I'm jumping into the divide thing. However, um, taking away any kind of names, the fact that it's anything to do with the royal family, but just looking at the situation in terms of one person has spoke out about their experience, and then so many people are quick to jump on and tell that's a lie like for me how can we as humanity here in 2021 being that place like how can we not be more understanding and empathetic and um accepting and I don't like literally sometimes I feel a little bit lost words about the entire situation sometimes I'm fucking mad um And there's been a lot of deep breathing going on on my part because Mm -hmm. I have triggered like fuck. I have seen awful, awful, disgusting comments from people on my own friends list about somebody. And that's the thing is that this journey, the last 12 months and even before that is isolating for Mm -hmm a lot of people if you are going through um difficulties with your mental health that already feels isolating but then to watch the world tear somebody down Mm -hmm. who's had the courage to share their experience um how is that not isolating people further um and i just think nobody is discriminated against when it comes to mental health the people that are tearing her down right now might be the people that in two months time are in a shitty place themselves. So like like I just yeah.
1: <laughs> we just forget so easily as humans. So yeah. we we and we bandwagon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We, we we bandwagon because we've lost that independent thought thing, which is that whole unlearning process, isn't it? We've yeah. lost the ability to think independently because we've been force fed so much stuff for so long. So um I think part of the frustration for a lot of us that were standing back from this um, was the Caroline Flack thing. We're so quick to forget. So why, why are we saying to everybody, well, be kind when it's Caroline Flack, but when it's a member of the Royal family, or whether it's not because she's a member of the royal family, maybe we really go there and we say, maybe it's because she's not white, or maybe it's because she's not from the UK. Um, Why are we treating her differently? Why are we all in tears about Caroline Flack? And why are we not saying about Meghan Markle, oh my God, how can the media treat somebody like this? Because the media was dragged over the coals about Caroline Flack. Yeah but the media has not been held accountable for what they are still doing to Meghan Markle.
0: Yeah, and and it's something I've kind of explored myself. And and there's a couple of things that I feel. um, One, I feel like a lot of it boils down to how dare somebody make me feel uncomfortable with sharing that because Mm. I'm not able to be that vulnerable or whatever that is, because it's not comfortable to hear that somebody's Mm. had suicidal thoughts. I get that. Um, maybe it's a de- defense thing that's like, you're not making me feel comfortable. So I'm just going to reject the idea that you actually felt like that. Um, and, and maybe it's because she's sharing that now. Um, the whole Caroline Flack thing, like, yeah, that that... I struggle to get my head around how the same people that do the whole hashtag be kind Mm -hmm. and again this is not from a pedestal like I'm fucking human I've made judgments like this is just from a place of struggling to understand how we can in one breath say be kind this is a shame why didn't somebody speak out this could have been avoided when the person somebody else shares um this was my experience, but we fucking reject it.
1: Yeah, it is what, yeah, this is exactly it. Why in some circumstance can we see the oneness in somebody and why in another can we not? And I get that people will go, well, we're going through a pandemic, we're locked in, we're not working, we're barely able to keep a roof over our head and food on the table. I've seen the posts and yet she's, got all this money and and lives in this posh house and and so on but we're not strip that back
0: yeah we're talking about
1: yeah we're talking about somebody being at the lowest of low like down in that dirt and feeling like they have no tools and no way of changing this so they would rather end their life you wouldn't speak the same way and you wouldn't post the same way if you were talking about your best friend mother sister aunt cousin neighbor even but because it's somebody that you don't know because we don't know her we don't know her we no. feel it's okay to talk about her and i think that is what was um at why i why i was disappointed because i i was hoping that from the Caroline Flack thing, we'd had that kind of awakening of the... We are the new media. The the people are the new media. We have the power to go, this is the narrative now. This is what we're doing. This is what we're thinking. This is how we feel. And we got sucked back into it, which is is a shame, but we will get there.
0: Yeah. And and I think that's it. And and actually just to bring to light some of the things that I have seen around the whole free Brittany movement um, and stuff like that, actually seeing people being supportive and mm-hmm. actually did restore my faith somewhat in um, certain people and humanity. And, and I get it. We're not always going to get it right. I think that just felt massive for me because of the timing, because of people feeling isolated already. And, and I guess the subject is something Um, I'm passionate about and close to my heart so I found that really tough to just see how what the response was I guess
1: yeah and I and like we say we're all human um judgment upon judgment is not going to make anything better um it was disappointing and it hurt I mean we had a conversation about it in the week and we were so deflated we were just like what are we doing Mm -hmm. do we post do we not is posting gonna make it worse or is it gonna help one person? Because that's the thing. It, it's not necessarily Meghan Markle. She ain't gonna see your post. She isn't gonna know that Jane down the road it, it thinks she's a disgrace. I have no clue who Jane down the road is, but we're just <laughs> gonna go roll with with it. You. She seems to be, yeah, poor Jane. <laughs> she's today. taking the flat one. Um, um, she isn't gonna see your post, but um, your mate might,
0: yeah,
1: or your mum might. Or the mum in the playground might. The woman that's taking her, may consider taking her life on Friday, might see your post. So it's hard. It's hard because you don't want to get sucked in, but you do want people to know that you're not alone. Everybody struggles with mental health, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: whether that's to the extent that we share it or that we do the work at home and we don't share it. Um, We all have a mind. That needs to be taken care of. So we all have mental health to consider. Um, and I think that is that is the point that I will be moving forward from this, is that no matter where you are, we, we all struggle with mental health in some stage in our life. And you have to reach out, you have to speak to somebody, you have to share it. Um, even if you don't want help just to be heard. And I don't want the Meghan Markle thing to stop that because we did so much work over the last two three years on on mental health
0: yeah and I think that was kind of the reason that I did actually share posts because again after our conversation I was thinking you know what I'm just like I'm fucking triggering like mad and that's not a great place to write posts from um but I managed to just like (laughs) do some breathing drop into my heart space and thought you know what if one person reads what I write and it challenges them to work on their understanding and work on being more open and empathetic and accepting and just yeah it this isn't about the masses but it can be a domino effect and actually if one person reads that and gets that they're not alone that speaking up does help um and for me like I like it's no secret like I've suffered with anxiety and um been in some really shitty tough places and when I think if I'd have spoke out at that time and been told that it's an act or I'm attention seeking like of course that's going to make you not want to speak out but here's the thing when we share we we offer we give an opportunity for people to support um and for me that's massive yeah and I think um like you say with the
1: anxiety thing that's only going to increase I think we I think we've issued out I can't even remember how many more thousand antidepressants it, it there was this year or last year to under 18s. So now is really not the time to be criticizing people with mental health issues or people that are suicidal or anything like that because we're having an influx in it right now. It's not going to be talked about because that's not that's not the goal but we are going to have an influx of it. And this whole lockdown is going to have repercussions. So like you say, speaking about it and saying, oh, I've been through this and it's okay. You're going to be okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't have all the answers for you because your journey is your own. But I just want you to know you're not alone is what we need to be focusing on now because this is almost, if you think the current situation's, are bad i kind of feel like this is the calm before the storm because we've been so separated yeah people are gonna have anxiety about leaving their homes they're gonna have anxiety about going back to work and and all those things whether it's mild or whether it's to the extreme we have to be gentle with each other we're only human we're not we're only human and as much as that's magic (laughs) we're still having a human experience so we're gonna fuck up we're gonna fuck up which i think we we've done massively this week as a collective yeah and that's myself included i've ranted yeah um i'm there with you yeah we so we've we've humanity as a collective fucked up this week and that's okay is it disappointing yeah will we get better damn right we will
0: it's the only option in my eyes
1: as Yaz would say with that 1980s classic, The Only Way Is Up, my darling.
0: The only way is up now, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cut that.
0: Uh, okay. Cut that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charlie, where can um, anybody who's listening find out more about your awesomeness and, importantly, the Untamed Soul magazine where they can read some real messy truth shit? okay it's not shit it's not shit it's, I not shit. it's, like, it's glorious I like to Say the word
1: shit. yeah you do so <laughs> Untamed soul magazine is a platform for freedom of speech it's not ranty um if i have come across as ranty today yeah, um let's doing. reframe it and let's call it passionate 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 passion dread um passion led even so um Untamed soul is about freedom of speech um it's about spiritual awakening but um on a level that can be understood by all so um there are tools in there um there are kind of blog like reflective posts in there um it's a platform for the community so you can come blog for us you can come write for us um you can find out everything about us at www.untamedsoulmagazine.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms, the mainstream ones. I mean, um, we don't have time for Twitter and things like that. Um, at Untamed Soul Magazine. And you can find me at thatgirlcharlieedwards.com. I think that's it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for coming. And um, well, just having a good old natter with me and sharing. Um, we unpacked sharing. a lot. Yeah. We unpacked we a did. lot. <laughs> i need to go nap now i need to go have a nap <laughs> digest this shit <laughs> um it was a shit. lot it
1: was a lot to digest so if yeah. you're listening we are sending you love
0: <laughs> <laughs> i maybe should have done a warning at the beginning listen to this in three parts <laughs> uh, can you take a breather um maybe i'll go and edit it and introduce you might like to take a breather here and put the kettle on um, yeah
1: maybe we'll put some pauses in we are now we're now stopping for a break Interlude.
0: <laughs> when, when are we recording part two man um <laughs> awesome well thank you for joining me uh genuinely always a pleasure um yeah cool so much love well there we have it um that might have been a little bit heavy for um some of you listening and those of you that are potentially newer to unlearning um you might want to go back and re-listen to it again in a few months um but yeah some very valid points there and actually for me understanding that you are the expert of you is mega um yeah cool this is the end of episode 15 and i'll be back again next week and i'll see you then.